Hi, this is Kel McCutcheon, and you're watching Pastor Turned Up here on Facebook Live. Today we are joined by Joe, and we're listening to Help Desk with Joe. This is show number 26, and we are going live. This is Kel McCutcheon with Pastor Turned Up Studio here in Spencer, West Virginia. You're listening to Help Desk with Joe. This is show number 26 and episode 48 with our podcast series. Make sure to tune in for more podcasts, information, and music. Thank you for tuning in. Tuning in. There we go. All right, what an intro! It's a you can tell it's a Wednesday here, Wednesday morning. Uh, so welcome to Help Desk with Joe, and with me as always in the studio live, Joe. We're back for another week. Yeah. So, Kale, what camera's on here? Just so I know which way to point when I'm pointing. Okay. All right. Good deal. Good to see you. Glad you're joining us here. If you're doing Facebook Live, I'm here. Joe's here, and uh, we got a good show for you today. And um, Joe, you always bring in some good news stories, looking to help consumers out help our local community help people out that need to get tech savvy like myself it's always an adventure uh and some days i feel bad for you because i know you're giving out information that people like me are knuckleheads and we're just like oh okay that's how that works or why that's important um so i'm sure there's some uh uphill battles on your end but on the other side of it too you're helping a lot of people out and helping out businesses and organizations so good stuff across the board uh how's it been going with you lately technologically uh i guess doing your technology job in the midst of all the covid and stuff like that i tell you dave it, it's kind of funny how things were going at the beginning of the year before covid hit i mean we was busy as all get out i mean business was booming and then when everything started shutting down we didn't shut down because our business was listed as you know yeah. mission critical or whatever yeah you're essential you do a lot of work with our local organizations our municipalities voting stuff like that so you guys cover a broad gamut so but i mean we didn't shut down but we noticed a huge drop in business and there was about two or three days where it was starting to get a little dicey because there was literally no work coming in no calls coming in but i tell you as things have started to open back up yeah you know we're we're back just as busy as we was before but we we as a and digital technologies have uh at the very beginning we started putting things in place to protect ourselves protect our customers and then that is continuously evolving as yeah. we go along yeah and that's i know you did in the midst of it you did some remote work for us because we had our offices closed down so you were really good about doing remote work and making things happen which is nice that saved we talked about that previously on some shows that saves us trouble saves you trouble a uh, little bit more of a headache as I try to tell you what's wrong rather than you've seen it for yourself. Right. But, but otherwise, you made it work. So that's good stuff. So if you run into problems, remember A&N Digital Technologies there for you, Joe and Cena. They'll make it work. So part of dealing with the business in these times. So glad you guys are doing good. And uh, so let's get on. Let's get on with the show here. So news update number one. You have some news for us about YouTube. And you've talked about YouTube a couple of times. Um, they're... I'm looking back, I see YouTube again, but I remember we talked about their streaming services, YouTube yes. TV maybe? Yes. Okay, so what's YouTube's uh, news update today? Okay, so YouTube is going to start offering 100 kids movies and specials for free on their website. So over the next month until August 31st, YouTube Kids, uh, which is available through the YouTube Kids app, which is absolutely free. It's going to release over 100 movies and specials as part of the platform's after-school experience project. Ooh, tying it into our after-school deal. That's interesting to me because we do after-school programs. And uh, YouTube Kids movies. That's interesting. How's that tie? Did it say how it ties to after-school? They're just, 
I think they're going to, the way they're tying it in is, uh, you know, when we as kids, you come home from school, you have the after school specials yep, and stuff yep. like that. I think PBS that. PBS and stuff. Yeah, that, that's how they're going to run into it. Uh, this new section is going to include uh, Tayo, the Little Bus, Baby Shark, and Pink Fong, the Wiggles, Masha and the Bear, Augie and the Cockroaches, and Paddington. Hair Love, which won Best Animated Short Film at, at the Oscars, will also be available along with a bunch of other uh, shorts. And they're also going to be doing educational specials such as Sesame Street's Elmo's World News and brand new movies and shows debuting on the platform. Parents can look forward to the non new content every week to keep their children entertained. YouTube Kids will surface all its after school content every Monday under the platform's shows category which over the next five weeks. Nice. So Kale, does any of those names sound familiar to you? The Wiggles? You don't remember the Wiggles? Or Paddington Bear? Anyway, he's 16 now, so he's kind of beyond that, and uh, not sure how his memory works anyway. Right. But uh, the Wiggles and Paddington Bear, he used to watch some of those. I don't think I watched the Wiggles, did I? Yeah. There were four different colored like Wiggle Worms. They sang songs and stuff. Those were the Teletubbies. Oh. Okay, maybe not then. It was the four guys. Maybe it's had, my memory going bad. It was four guys. They had different color shirts, and they all sang. I don't know. I was thinking Teletubbies. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, never mind. He's got the good memory. I've got the bad memory. Uh, so anyway. Yeah, the only reason I'm pretty well caught up with a lot of this stuff is that yeah. most of these names are pretty popular around our house. Yeah, so. you're in the middle of it with a four-year-old, so yeah, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> You'll know all the songs by heart. Uh, well, I was going to say, some of these shows and songs I, I'm pretty familiar with, so... Yeah, somebody gave us a CD, Lori Berkner, and then we ended up buying all her CDs, and she sings kids' songs. Mm -hmm. And, man, we used to wear those out. We traveled a lot, and uh, Kale really liked them, and the girls liked them, and they'd sing along with them. But, uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, so we learned all the Lori Berkner songs. Luckily, they were good songs, and she sings really well and fun. So wasn't torture, but... So YouTube TV doing after school. I'm kind of, you know, we do after school programs and ours are more hands-on, get kids outside. So, I mean, I see the value of entertaining kids. Right. Uh, I just, I mean, if it were me speaking with my after school hat on, I would say get your kids outside. Right. But as a parent, you don't always have that option. Right. If you need them to be entertained, it's great that YouTube's stepping up and doing educational TV. Because that's, you know, that's a basis for some kids. They need to go somewhere, and watching TV is part of that now. Right. And it always has been. I can remember coming home sometimes and watching, you know, like you said, the after-school specials, PBS and so forth. They always had Captain Kangaroo and Mr. Uh, Green Jeans, I think. I don't yeah. Know, that's probably before your time, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, that dates me a little bit there, but I was going to say know. the only only Mister I always knew was Mister Cartoons, which ah, if yeah. you're outside of West Virginia, yeah, you'd yeah. have no yeah. idea what we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> I remember Mister Cartoons, so yeah. So those are the kind of things that sometimes kept me company when I came home as a latchkey kid. So if that's the case uh, here, and you need those services, kudos for uh, YouTube for starting to gear that back up, because I don't know that that's been the flavor for a while. Um, you know, I don't know that there were after-school TV. I think it's kind of just a free-for-all. Yeah, and so. I mean, granted, YouTube Kids, uh, we have that on our devices for Sadie to, yeah. to to watch from time to time. And not only that they now have a dedicated after-school part, Right. you know, that's even better. Yes. With the Kids app, what they do is all the content is approved by YouTube that it's kids safe. Right. Now, granted, you know how technology is. Sometimes they're little snafus, but they're I mean they're pretty top notch on 
you know, not letting bad stuff come through the, the, the filter. So right. knowing that they've actually stepped things up and actually offering just an educational section, this that's even better. Yeah, you're right. The safety and security of that is worth its weight in gold. Um, so that, And that's become the norm now to, hey, have your kid, if you need them to be quiet and, you know, not interruptive as they sit at your work, for instance, or if you're working from home now, you need them to be quiet so you can finish up your work for an hour, that's a great option. You know, right. hey, sit here, watch a movie, watch a safe show. I know that it's safe. I know that it's going to be secure so I don't have to worry and I can focus on my stuff while your kid's safe watching what they want to watch. Right. So, Good stuff. All right, kudos to YouTube for stepping in for safety and security for our kids and having that thought process to say this is going to be valuable when school starts. There needs to be a platform for after school. Right. And uh, we can help out. So right. Helping out in the way they can. Great. Is there anything else uh, attached to that one? That pretty much covers that one. Okay. So if you got a little <coughs> guy or gal and they need some entertainment there after school during or any time, it's going to be weird now how to define after school because if you do virtual learning, you might be mornings, you might be afternoons. So after school could be before school. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be during the day. It could be you know anytime. So, all right. So story number two is I'm having trouble reading my writing. Kale, you got it. T-Mobile. There we go. Had to call on the producer over here, <laughs> keeping us straight. So you got an update on T-Mobile, and you're a T-Mobile user now, Sprint yes. slash T-Mobile, yeah. so this is personal for you. Yeah, actually, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that. I actually received a text message yesterday saying, now you are a T-Mobile customer. Here's <laughs> our uh, privacy uh, privacy policies and stuff. And I received, so I received that text yesterday and seen actually received two diff two from them. So it's like, yeah, it. It's here. <laughs> it's here, yeah, and that's a you'd. Uh, I think the last time we talked, you said nothing would change for Sprint users for a year or two. Right. Uh, but you were on the T-Mobile platform, so this is an update on that. All right. Yeah. So T-Mobile is reporting that they there are plans to dump some of their phones from its network, and it, they're going to do it even sooner than AT and T. So here's what's going on. T-Mobile is reporting that they're going to require phones to start using Voice over LTE or Volt starting January of next year. <clears throat> so what that means is if you have an older phone that does not pick up an LTE signal, more than likely it's the what they call the feature phones, the flip phones, the little non-smartphones, and, <clears throat> and some older smartphones, if they don't have LTE. Hold on, time out. Okay. You can still get those kind of phones? Yes, believe it or not. Okay, you, you lost me at the LTE usage. Where I just, I'm amazed. I cannot believe that there are still the phones that aren't updated that you can still get. I yeah. mean, I don't know why I would be stunned by that, but for some <laughs> reason, I'm baffled. I didn't even know they made those anymore. Yeah, yeah, they still make them. I mean, the market's not as heavy as it used to be, but yeah, there are still feature phones and stuff like that. Wow. Okay. Glad you cleared that up, because when you first started, I was like, I, what phone doesn't get 4G now? Right. I, mean, I can't imagine having a phone that doesn't get 4G. Well, the 4G is standard in all the phones now. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're actually phasing out all the old phones that only go up to 3G. So starting uh, in January, if you have a phone that does not pick up the 4G LTE signal, they're going to stop. It's going gotcha. to stop service on the network. And if you want to continue to use T-Mobile as your carrier, right, you'll right. have to go buy a new phone. So here's the crazy next question in my head is, am I so spoiled because I only know about new phones, or am I just so far out of the loop I didn't realize there's that variety of phone? <laughs> I, I don't know, Dave. <laughs> I don't either, but it, it worries me just a little bit because 
I mean, I, my phone's two years old now, and I don't upgrade unless I actually have to. Right. But th- and that that's what bothers me about this scenario is that I'm one of those people that are old school, and I don't have to have the newest. I I almost don't like getting a new phone because I don't know how it works. Right. And uh, and I'm a dedicated Samsung user just because it's the same. Right. I don't want change. Right. Um. So if I'm that stuck in the mud and I don't know about these, it almost seems to me like you got to be going out of your way to get one of these older phones that doesn't work. Right. Or it's not going to work soon. Right. So anyway, well, uh, the- that's a philosophical issue that deals with me personally, <laughs> and I don't know how you could answer that, but I just felt like asking because right. I was a little stuck there. But anyway, if you're like me and you just blindly go about and get your upgraded phone when you have to, then I assume... You're beyond a flip phone anyway. Right, right. <laughs> but if you're not, if you fit in a different category and you're not, then you got to address it the way Joe's going to tell you to address it here. Right. So <laughs> if you have a what they call a feature phone, like a flip phone or a non-smartphone, or even if you have an older smartphone, it may not hurt just to stop by your local T-Mobile store or do a little research online. Uh, if you're afraid of the salesperson in, in the T-Mobile store, just going to automatically say, oh, yeah, your phone's old, you need a new one. Uh, just do a quick Google search, uh, yeah. look up your brand and model number, and nine times out of ten, they're either stamped on the back of the phone, or if it's a phone that has a removable battery, take the battery out, and it's usually stamped on the inside. Just go to Google, type in your brand, model number, and just type in specs right after that, and do a search for that, and then it'll tell you, you know, if it's 3G, 4G, whatever. And then that yeah. way, you'll have a little knowledge going in, and you, you may not even have, if you find out that your phone's 4G LTE, you don't have to do anything, there's right. no there's no additional work involved. And Kale just pulled up a little article and flipped it out there, and one of the quotes was, they learned from AT&T's mistake of coming out too late with the news, and then AT&T emailed everybody with a big, bold heading, update needed, and it just scared customers. Yes. So T-Mobile's doing it in a better way with more warning right. and so forth. So. That's nice. That's good customer service. That's good uh, Good that they can learn from other people's mistakes and try to alleviate some of that worry and concern. Because everybody's phone's important to them. I mean, Absolutely. Mine, yeah, it's a lifeline. So, Okay. So, yeah, interesting news. So, I would not be surprised because I've seen this, something similar to this years ago. My parents had, and Dave, I, I know that you, you've seen <laughs> this. Kel, I don't even know if you've seen this. Kel, have you ever seen what they used to call the bag phone? The original, the, the older cell phones. I have one in my room. Okay, you have a bag what? phone. Yeah, one of the blocky ones. Where'd you get it? I don't know. It was in my desk. Oh yeah, that's my original bag phone. Okay, so okay, so you have seen the bag. He phone. has seen. Yeah, I okay. had one back in ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah, it's been a while. I worked and had a bag phone, so I could because uh, I didn't have a regular phone. Right. Okay. So. Huh. Uh, my mom and dad had a bag phone for years to the point where, uh, let's see, who's the carrier? It was 360 Communications, then it was Altel. Yeah, Altel. I had Altel. Altel sent them a letter in the mail saying, we're shutting your service off next month if you don't buy a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> we're shutting those towers down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so this is something that's nothing new. Uh, this is something that the carriers have done for years. Yep. And it's just to keep up with you know the newer technology. So... Don't be surprised if you may get an email or a letter, an actual letter in the mail from your carrier, for your carrier saying, "Hey, you have an older phone. You may want to yeah, look yeah. at upgrading." And, it, and if you're not sure what we're talking about, and you're saying, "What in the heck is a bag phone?" A bag phone was this battery that was probably 
I don't know, they look like you're carrying around a little lunchbox or a little purse, but it had uh, a bag in the bottom of it, and it had uh, it had a cord. Yes. Like a regular house phone, it had a cord that you had to keep attached to the bag, obviously, but the battery was massive. And then you plugged it into your car, and then you, if you wanted good service, you had to have a remote antenna that plugged into the bag and ran through your back sliding glass and up on your roof. Um, and that that's just how, how it worked. And like I remember, I used to have to drive and get up on a hill so I could get service and then call who I had to call for work and stuff. Uh, but that was a bag phone. It was attached to your car. You yeah. could not carry it around for the most part. Well, now, Mom and Dad had what you, they called the mug, the bubble version. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, I could carry yeah, mine around. Yeah, it looked, like, it looked like a lunch bag. And, the, and honestly, the size of the phone, if you work in an office and, and you're used to your big office phone, that's the size of what yeah, these phones yeah. were. And I could carry mine around, but the battery didn't last a long time. And you went, I got worse service because I was not connected to the car antenna. Yeah. So it had a little six-inch antenna. I'd hold the bag up when I'd yeah. stand out. If I, was, if I wasn't in my car, I'd hold the bag up high and try to get it to get better reception. So. Yeah, I remember the when when Dad brought it home. We we drove to town. Yeah. We drove to the post office and, and parked at the post office and called my granny. She said, "Hey, can you hear us?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that was a, that was the coolest thing. I remember the first time I saw a car phone was at college, and one of the richer one of my rich friends had one. And uh, I was like, does this really work? And we did the same thing. He's like, yeah, call somebody. So I called my roommate back at our dorm room on the regular phone. Yeah. He said, hey, can you hear me? I'm calling you from a car. Can you believe it? <laughs> and, I, and he's like, what? And I'm like, parked right outside. Look at us. And I was standing out there, and I had the phone and was calling him. And the guy's like, all right, hang up. You're burning up minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. So. Yeah, yeah, the plans were crazy. It was like. You got so many minutes. Yeah, 30 minutes a month or something. Yeah. I mean, it was something crazy and like he, that. And the hard part was if someone called you back. They burn up your minutes, too, just calling you back. Yeah. So I can remember I wouldn't answer calls because I was like, daggone, I don't really need to talk to that person, and they're going to burn up my minutes. Exactly. So so that was when you started. You only gave it out to a select few of people, yep. and it was like somebody better be dying for oh, you to call them. If you got somebody's answering machine. Oh, because yeah. Because if you used one second, two seconds, it didn't matter. As yeah. soon as that connection was made, it cost you one full minute. Yeah. Because they did minute increments. Yeah. So if you can imagine that. So yeah, I, remember, I remember Dad calling would would call Granny if we was on vacation just to check in with her and like if she didn't pick up on the third ring it was you just didn't call she had yeah, three yeah. rings to pick up or yep. you know <laughs> we'll try later yeah yeah because you'd burn up minutes <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so yeah that's I used to sit there and monitor if I had to leave a message when I got right up to fifty nine seconds I hung up yeah so yeah crazy stuff can you imagine that Cal I mean is, how's that sound to you when you get thirty minutes a month to use. That's it. Could you make it? Would you survive on that? And there was no text messaging. Much. What? Yeah. Well, now this was at the time there there was no text messaging. It was yeah, either. It had to be called like FaceTime or whatever you're using. I mean, <laughs> yeah. There you go. How much time do you spend? Like, how many uh, minutes do you think you used yesterday talking to somebody? Uh, I don't know. Probably at least sixty. Yeah, there you go. At least an hour talking to somebody. So that you'd be done for the month. Oh, you'd be done. You'd just use up two months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you'd be done for the month. Plus, you'd have like a four hundred dollar phone bill coming. Yeah, the I want to say it was something outrageous. Like every minute you went over, it was like two or three dollars a minute. Yeah, it and was then, some outrageous. And then if you roamed, you basically oh, just had, I forgot about yes. that. The roaming fees. Yeah, the roaming. You pretty much Jeez. had to sacrifice your first child. Yeah, roaming fees are outrageous. Yeah, because you went on someone else's tower and they beat you up. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, wow. Recapping our uh, youth there. Now, now things did get a little better, Kel. They had then they started the on peak off peak where yes you had uh, from nine p.m. to like six a.m. you could call. You had what they called free nights and weekends. Yeah. So from nine o'clock at night to six o'clock next morning, you could call all you want. Yeah. And then Saturday and Sunday, you had you could call all you want. Yeah. But if you called any time outside those windows, you still had that. Although at that point it was like 500 minutes a month or something yeah. like that. I mean, it, it got was, better. Yeah. yeah, it got better, but you still had that chunk to to keep an eye on. I do remember that. I would call people after 9 p.m. Yeah, <laughs> and then mainly Cheryl. I'd call my wife Cheryl after 9 p.m. because we could talk longer. <clears throat> yeah, craziness. How all that worked. I forgot about the roaming part. So, Kale, imagine the concept that you could only use your phone in a certain area. And so if you went out of that area, so for instance, you could use your phone in, say, Charleston, um, Flatwoods, Morgantown. But if you went to Parkersburg, you were out of your area and you couldn't use your phone unless you wanted to pay like three, four dollars a minute. How inconvenient would that be? Or if you went out of state, going out of state was a big deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because nine times out of ten, you was guaranteed. You're now, roaming. If, if you was lucky, you, when you would drive, you'd just look down at your phone while you're driving. Okay, we're not running here. Mark his place on the map, so if yeah, we need yeah. to call, we can stop here. Yeah, you got to go back to get in, serve into your, your area. Because yeah, I remember there would be times we'd go on vacation, and Dad would drive around the campground because there were yeah. certain spots yeah. where it would hit just right, where it, he'd get signal and it wouldn't run. So he would, he, he would say, well, I'm going to make a phone call I'll be back and then he just drive around in about 15 minutes okay I found a spot at campsite 29 yeah there wasn't anybody there he said I just pulled in made the call and left yeah <laughs> craziness okay well that's uh <laughs> we went way off track yeah. I, I could see Cena <laughs> shaking her head saying boys 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 yeah <laughs> she's feeling sorry for Kale this morning yeah okay so back on track T-Mobile uh, I forgot what the original story was. Oh, older phones. Yes. There yes. you go. That's how. <laughs> Welcome to Wednesday morning. We're, we're talking about older phones. So if you got an older phone, uh, get out of the Stone Ages. Get your phone at works. Be prepared. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so don't be surprised if you get that uh, email or, or yeah. message from T-Mobile, T-Mobile saying, hey, it's time to, to upgrade. Yeah. There you go. Okay. And that's, that's a battle we can't fight i mean you got you just got to get a newer phone that meets technology today and the benefits are nice right it's fine people will learn okay uh third story boy i'm struggling to read my writing today kale's gonna fix me up come on producer kale Mm -hmm. yeah i can never remember (laughs) look on the screen didn't you put it in the title yeah but it doesn't show up on here well i'll go ahead and uh facial recognition with masks yes Man, gonna have to get me a new producer over here. Stays affluent with what we're doing. Anyway, yeah. So we're we're talking. Uh, <laughs> he's he's bringing up the the picture of our show. So nine second delay, but we're there. All right. So facial recognition and how dealing with masks. I don't. This one baffles me when you first said it, and I didn't ask you anything because we started the show. But uh, I'm interested to see where this goes because I don't know that facial recognition affects me or us around here, but. I'm sure it does somewhere because it's a news topic you're bringing up. So right. Hit me with it. Okay, so face masks are are interfering with even the best facial recognition software a study by the U.S. National Institute of Standards and Technology finds. They find that the masks are causing facial recognition algorithms to fail as much as 50% of the time. I can see that. Um is, so I'll ask the main question, and I know your show has a broad range and broad reach. You're nationwide, worldwide, 
So that'll affect some people in those areas. Does it have? Does it affect us here locally? Yeah, it can. It can mess with uh, something as simple as Dave. You you probably are completely overlooking your facial recognition on your phone to log in. Ooh, and yeah, do you do it with computers too? Yeah, your yeah, computers, laptops, yep. uh, so. uh, tablets, phones. Right. So right. so we're not talking just you know the facial recognition that. The government uses yep. when you're walking down the street gotcha. to try to identify you. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it reaches there as well, but it's something simple, simple as... Simple as your own phone. Yeah, your yep. own phone or your tablet. I did that on my phone for a little bit, but I didn't like it. Yeah. I like the thumbprint better. Right. So I got all my stuff on the thumbprint, and I think... And that was one of your shows. I can't remember. It's, it's redundancy... Uh, safety but you have a technical word yeah, two-factor two-factor yeah there you go. two-factor login uh, so I took your advice I do the thumbprint now especially on like my Google pay my PayPal stuff like that right um, so I'm learning slowly but surely Joe we're you're training there. me we're yeah. getting there and uh, now I just need you to train me with some treats like you had some <laughs> sure, you know. anyway different deal but uh <laughs> But okay, so this does strike home for the average person if you use it on your phone, your laptop, and so forth. So okay, right. great, good, good stuff. Because my first initial reaction was what they're doing with the government, like in China and you know, right, and bigger cities and stuff. So okay, but yes, yeah, so it, and it, it's funny they said that these face masks are authoritative, even the most advanced facial recognition algorithms. Yeah. So I mean, we're not talking just the little thing; even the the top of the top. Of the best of facial recognition software is going. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this could affect both good and bad. So if you're one of those people that don't want your face recognized, I could see this being a whole hullabaloo. Yeah. Because a lot of people, um, you know, the masks have a political stigma. Right. That's just the way it is. There are some people that are like, "This mask, I'm not doing it. It, it's a hoax." Blah blah blah. That's got to fall into their wheelhouse, though, of I don't want the government, I don't want Big Brother to know what I'm doing and where I'm going. Exactly. But yet I don't believe in the masks, yeah, yeah, although that, the mask would throw yeah. off 50% of the readings, so... Yeah, so... yeah, that's a catch-22. It what is. I, that's why I was telling you that this is really going to to, to uh, reach people today that, yes, yeah, so if you're <laughs> not wearing a mask because you're not afraid of COVID... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how about you wear your mask to mess with the facial recognition software? Yeah. So Big Brother can't track you because that's got to be in your toolkit. Yeah, yeah. If you're, so, if you're so, a conspiracy so, theorist. Yeah, so you're either in one party or the other. <laughs> so, so. Yeah, yeah. The lines just got real blurry. Yeah. And if you're already wearing a mask, I assume you don't care whether you have facial recognition. Or, you're not doing it for that reason. So now it's just a bonus. Right. So. Yeah. So now, now you have a. a a tool in your tool bag to possibly thwart anybody trying to give you trouble. Yeah. You know, the people that give you third degree, oh, you're just afraid because you're wearing a mask. Yeah. No, I'm fighting against facial recognition yeah, yeah. software. <laughs> so now people can uh, switch sides in a hurry without actually having to change anything. Exactly. Because I, I agree. I, I mean, I wear a mask everywhere just because I'm courteous of others. Right. You know, I have uh, you know, a family member with leukemia, family member had cancer. You know, it's my family members, the older family members aren't in great shape, and I'm in and out of daycares and so forth. So I have a lot of contacts, so I wear a mask to be courteous. It's right. not a political statement. It has nothing to do with any of that. Just courtesy on my part. I don't have a problem breathing through it. I'm not real pretty anyway, so I assume the mask makes everybody feel better. It has to look at me. Um, so anyway, it's easy, but now I'm just going to say I'm thwarting Big Brother. Yes. 
I don't want facial recognition to take my place. And we and it's weird because we have cameras in downtown Spencer on our stoplights. Right. But they're on timers. Like the lights are on timers. Yeah, the lights so are on timers. So what do the cameras do? Well you yeah, may know this. Well, the cameras when the and this is what I'm you know, dusting off from years ago, the yeah. cameras came in place in Spencer back in 2001, 2002, right after 9-11. Right, right. It was part of the Homeland Security. Yeah. And it could be used if someone, let's say, robs the bank. Right. They, they said to monitor traffic and for public safety. Yeah. So but they you know, would not be used to, like, get your license plate to show you're driving through town. Right. So, yeah, if you if you blow through a red light, you're probably, you know, I mean, yeah. they may not do anything, but if you rob the bank, they can say, okay, they left here and they went towards Calhoun right, County, right. or they went towards Ripley. I mean, there's. I like how you blame the Hooners right off the bat. <laughs> no, I didn't. I like where I your head's at. I didn't blame. <laughs> I didn't blame. If the uh, bank's robbed, most likely it's a Hooner. That's all yeah. we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's no cell phone coverage much in Calhoun County. So that's why they're heading that way. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So they're smart. Yeah, but I understand, and, that, and that's one of the things because I'd, I'd asked the the mayor one time. I was like, hey, you know, we got these cameras on here. Why am I sitting through a minute and a half light? When the camera should be able to say, no traffic coming the other way. I'm sitting here, light switch. Right. And he's like, it doesn't work like that. It's not what they're for. You know, it's not to do anything like that. Right. Um, so, interesting stuff. But, okay. So, back on topic. <laughs> yes. So, if you, if you don't want uh, Big Brother to look at your face, you can now stand under the red light and wave at the camera. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With your mask on. <laughs> Got to have the mask on, and then 50% of the time, it'll thwart it. So, yeah. okay. That's, that's interesting stuff. Uh and it does throw a wrench in the whole political mask wearing issue. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where that goes. I, I'm excited just because I feel like it's a little bit of rebel rousing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wearing your mask for Big Brother, huh? I'm on board now. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. We're besties. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, for some reason, the COVID numbers are going down and we don't yeah. understand why. <laughs> yeah, no coincidence at all. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Oh, funny stuff. Okay, well, great, great news stories as always, Joe. And then again, uh, we'll rehash it at the end. Joe will go back through what you need to know specifically with the T-Mobile one and the YouTube TV if you have kids. Big, big news is there. So for the tip of the week, I think yes. you're doing another product review. Yes. And uh, I have it here. So introduce us to this little gym. Okay, so last week we did the Wise Cam. Now this week we are doing another product from the Wise line and it's W-Y-Z-E and Wise uh, made a splash with using uh, great technology and making cameras and, and smart devices at, ex at extremely affordable rates. So this week, as Kel's holding up the camera there, this is the Wise Cam Pan. Now it's very similar to the Wise Cam we mentioned last week, the only, the one big difference is, is it, it, it pans and tilts so it'll actually spin all the way around and then the lens on the front you can actually toggle the whole up box that. will spin yeah the whole box on this axis and then the lens itself will roll as well yes nice okay and um so and this is your personal one yes that's my personal one so how do you use it what applications we actually use it in our office and you know the layout of our office yeah it's so kind of l-shaped yeah so we have it right on top of the refrigerator where it covers two of our three entrances. Ah. So as soon as you come in, it doesn't matter which door you're. Well, uh, you. Either we, door. We yeah. Now is that do you manually move it or does it track on its own? It tracks on its own. One of one of the features is is motion tracking. So if it picks you up, it you can turn on motion tracking and it'll just follow you right through. Oh, the, you do. And it's funny. The first night we got that, I, you know me, I got to sit 
sit there and play with it. So I was sitting at the office. I was, I was well, turning everything that's on. That's kind of your job. Yeah. Though, you know, you, you got to be an expert on technology. Well, let me rephrase it. I was testing. I wasn't playing. Go, I was testing. testing. <laughs> <laughs> Would Cena agree with that? Or, uh, uh, it depends on the day. It depends on what the product is. So uh, I turned on motion tracking. Never gave it a thought. Yeah. Well, the next morning, right before we opened up, the electric went out. Ooh. And everything came back up. Well, Cena went on up to the office and was working. And all of a sudden, you could hear it. Uh, uh, and it was coming from the refrigerator. And she thought the electric yeah, flicker yeah. had blew the compressor on the refrigerator. So she was starting to panic. So when I got there, she goes, I think the refrigerator blew up. I said, why do you think that? <laughs> from the electric flicker this morning. I said, well, what's it doing? She said, it's making a noise. Right. And then I heard, uh, uh, and I looked on the refrigerator, and that wise cam was sitting there, just you know, moving just an inch in each direction. Yeah. What it was is it picked Cena went up when she came into the office and it just followed her right to her desk. And you know where her desk is, right yeah, beside yeah, the right refrigerator. In the corner, there. Yeah. Yeah, in the corner. Well, it was every, it was sitting there watching her. And as she was working, every time she'd move at her desk, it would it would make keep her in center of the shots. So oh, all, so it was just kept tracking her yeah, little movements. Yeah, it was, it was moving all morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, I can't figure it out. Every time I turn, I hear a noise, and I turn because I hear the noise. And then it stops. Yeah, it is. stops. <laughs> <laughs> so Kale's got it pulled up here. Pretty neat little deal. It's tracking uh, a puppy um, playing in the house, and it automatically detects tags and tracks motion. So pretty neat stuff, and it's switching between. Do you only have one? How many do you have? Yep, yeah, uh, just uh, the paint cam. We have one. Just the one. So it, it picks up waypoints like windows. I guess you can set and stairs, and doors. So you can set it to specifically look. Yeah, it does complete 360 degree horizontal uh, rotation, and then yep. with the camera itself, it does 93 degree vertical. Nice. And just if people aren't familiar, the last show you covered the regular Wise Cam. Mm -hmm. Um, go through some of the details, like what do you need to have? Okay, so with these, it's basically as long as you have a Wi-Fi connection in your house, it'll connect to your Wi-Fi network. Yeah. Uh, with the features of the camera, it has motion tracking, which we discussed. It works with uh, ALEXA, which is Amazon's product, and Google Assist. I, I just, want you so bad to just say that out loud and say volume up and then whatever song. <laughs> well, let's, let, let's try it. Alexa, volume up five. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's see how many hate yeah. comments we get on that one. There you go. I, I was going to say, you got to say, leave a message for a user or something. Did yeah. you do that too? You Alexa, do? play Baby Shark, volume up five. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so there you go. Somebody's getting Baby Shark somewhere. That's good. I like it. So <laughs> it also includes night vision, two-way audio. Uh, it also includes the free 14-day rolling cloud storage like we had yesterday. Yep. Or last week. Or last show, yeah. And then it's, I see this one also takes a 32 gig card so you can do local storage. Yes. And it's neat. They have theirs mounted at an angle on the wall. And uh, and this this isn't very big. No. Like, go back to the dimensions there, Kale. So, uh, go, you got good. All right. Can you read that? Can you read the dimensions? Oh, there you go. Okay, he pulled it up. Uh, it's five inches tall, two inches wide and two inches in depth. So it's roughly a little over two inches, two and two and a third uh, squared, or whatever you want to call it. But five inches tall, so it's not very big. No. I mean, it, this is very small for what it does. So now, last week, the camera was retailed for $19.99. I don't know if you caught the price or not, Dave, but how much do you think this was? So the 
just to clarify, last week the small little yeah about the size of a Rubik's cube weighs camera was twenty bucks. Yes. This one I saw. I I can cheat because Kale pulled up the prices, but pull up the prices again, Kale. So he's showing anywhere from forty dollars to yeah, right around forty bucks. Uh, on the Wise website, retails for twenty nine ninety nine. Wow. Okay, Home Depot has it for oops, sorry, thirty eight dollars, thirty seven and change. Uh, Chewy dot com. It showed, it showed use it with your pets. So yeah. Chewy saw them. Uh, okay, yeah. So you guys, is this something you sell at A&M? No, Can not you get yet. These? Uh, okay. No, but we... I was going to say, come buy them locally because yeah, they'll have no, uh, we, yet. We've okay. actually, uh, we're working with uh, one of the church in Spencer. We're actually going to use this exact model with camera in their baptistry. Nice. They're wanting to be able to view it on the TV, just the way their church is laid out. Yeah. Not everybody can see it, so we're actually setting this one up on a shelf so then they can have full control yeah. while everything's going on. and then So you can sit in the back and still see. Right. That, that's a big thing, especially I can see this having a lot of applications, weddings. Yes. I mean, everybody wants to see that intimate moment of when you say your vows and you do your first kiss as a married couple and exchange your rings, but nobody wants to crowd up and ruin the moment. Right. So, boy, you, you could uh, broadcast it so the people in the back don't have to crane their necks and miss it and still see it. Right, and, so, and be small and, and yeah. out of the Discreet. way. Discreet. Yeah. Right. So, awesome stuff. Now, okay, so this is your personal one. You use it. Yes. Uh, let's start in on the actual list. What are the pros of this, Jobby? Okay, the pros, right off the price. Yep. For a ten, and this is recording 1080p high definition, so the the price is a biggie. The features, yeah. just like the last one, although this one has a little more features with the pan and tilt, yeah. which is even better, and just the quality of the, the product and the video quality. I mean, it's I still, how much was this? Twenty nine ninety nine. So thirty dollars. How in the world do you get all these features for thirty dollars? I don't have any idea either. Wise is very good at their production, or everybody else is just really overcharging. <laughs> I just I find it hard to believe. There's got to be so many moving components, and like I say, I'll, I'll use my car as an example. Get a new plastic molded bumper on your car, and it's nine hundred bucks, and it's not even painted the color you need it. Exactly. But I can buy I don't fifty moving parts and a computer and camera lens that does that good of quality for thirty dollars. Yeah. That had to be assembled by somebody. Wow. Craziness. I'm, I'm just baffled by how that's $30. Right. And we talked about this last time. Kale, how many rounds of golf does $30 buy you? <clears throat> Sorry. Mm, two and a half. <laughs> how many? Two and a half. Two and a half. So you can get roughly three rounds of golf for 30 bucks, Or you can buy this camera that does an outstanding job and has a ton of applications in the last. How long did your other one last year? Well, how old is this one? Oh, we've all met at the same time, so we've had about a year. So at least a year, so for thirty bucks, that's craziness. I know. Okay, so the, as you're saying, your review there, the pros, outstanding buy for thirty dollars for all the features. Right. Okay, so keep going. Okay, so now to the cons. I have one con, oh. and this was a biggie for me. I had, I had to uh, break out my toolbox on this one. Yeah. We are the way we have our office set up. We use Netgear Orbeez. Uh, business grade right. uh, wireless routers it would not connect to the Orbeez. Really? Yes and I don't know what the issue was I mean I spent a couple hours on this Well hold on so 
Is this both of them wooden connect or just this one? Well, I didn't try the other one on me. on there, but so I did a little research and yeah. they I guess it's an issue with the Wise cams themselves for whatever reason and this is a known issue in the Orby community that I was late to the party on. Yeah. <laughs> that it, it is sometimes for some unknown reason the Wise cams just will not connect to the Orbeez. So what I did is I had to make a loophole. I had to install a wireless extender, connect the Wise cam to the extender, and then the extender transmitted to the main Orbe without any issue. Really? Yes. That's so crazy, uh, but it's good to know that you figured out a solution. And so, and it's funny. I was listening to another tech podcast last week. And they did, they have a call-in show, and someone called in with a very similar issue. They was using, I don't think they was using Wise Cams. I think they was using a different branded camera, but they had uh, Eero mesh networks. So it's an issue with these types of cameras and these mesh network setups that for some reason they just can't connect properly. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. That's crazy, huh? Well, I mean, it's good to know there's a solution in place. Or let me rephrase it. It's good to know you can call somebody that can fix it for you. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so keep that in mind. If you're going down this road and you say, all right, these little wise cams are the ticket because of the price, product, and you know the excellent, outstanding deal you're getting, then just know that if you're using Orbi or... Or any mesh network yeah. system, you may run into issues. And if you don't know what a mesh network system is, good news, because then it'll just work off your regular home internet and you don't have that worry. Exactly. <laughs> and I assume if you have a mesh internet system, you know enough about technology to know what yeah, that means. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you, have, a, <laughs> if you have a mesh network, you know it because it's not just buying the you know, yeah, $60 router stuff. at the store. It, it's several hundred dollars. Trust me, it's you specific. would know if you spent that kind of money. Yeah, and you would know what you needed because it was funny when you were telling me, and, and I was at your office there a couple weeks ago, you showed it to me mm -hmm. just because it was hard for me to wrap my head around how that worked. Right. But it is a neat deal, and if you have that specific need, there's that application that will give you Internet service right. based off of your needs. So. Anyway, if you're that into it, call Joe and Cena. They'll fix you up. They'll explain what it is and how it works, and it can help you out. And then if you want these cameras, you got to do the loophole Joe's talking about. So you need a technical person involved. The yeah. great news is we know that technical person sitting yes. here in the show with me. Yes. So Joe and Cena. Okay. So uh, I'm assuming now last week you gave a very, very rare five-star, all-thumbs-up, Joe-recommended deal. Right. Is this going to change? Yes, this one, Ooh. just slightly, yes. Okay. I, I had to give this one a four out of five star okay. just because of the issue with the mesh network in which, you know, as quality of a product as Wise is making, I, right. you know, I feel pretty confident in saying that I would not be surprised if they find a solution to this. I mean, yeah. they're, they're too good of a product and a company from my experience yeah. for them not to. So. Well, let me ask you, what percentage of Internet providers out there would be a mesh network, do you think, in your opinion? I mean, that's, I'm asking well, you to the, give the, hard the, numbers on the something internet, that's not. The, the Internet service providers themselves will, will not set up a mesh network. Right. So it's a 0% chance. The only way you'll get a mesh network inside your home is if you put install it yourself. And for those of you saying, well, you keep talking about this mesh network. What is it? Is it important to me? What a mesh network is, is if you have Wi-Fi inside your house right. and you have dead spots. Well, what you can do with a mesh network is 
you can buy additional what they call satellites and put those throughout your house and you don't have to string a wire to them. Right. Now this is a little different than what you, what the inexpensive wireless extenders are because if you use a wireless extender, what it does is it picks it up, picks up the signal and then rebroadcasts it, which there is a small amount of slowdown going between the two. Right, it degrades on the, right. the farther you go away. Right, with the mesh network, they have bigger antennas, they might have more horsepower under the hood, so you can sit at the farthest end of the house on the on the last uh, repeater inside your house, and you're getting the same quality and strength and speed as you would be if you sitting right at the main box. You right. cannot tell a difference. And that's what you showed me. You use it because your your office is close to your house, but not right. not close to your house. Right. And this works for you because that way you can get it on parts of your property that you need internet service without running wires and all the trouble. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and you're not losing, like you said, the strength. Yeah, I'm a firm believer of working smarter, not harder. And the whole, <laughs> yeah. the whole idea of digging a trench and laying conduit and running network cable just was not my idea yeah. of fun. Yeah, well, <laughs> and or the need, you can do this much easier. Right. So that's the mesh network. So if you're in that in that part, then that's, I'd say, how small a part of I mean, is there anybody around Spencer that has... Mesh. Yes, believe it or not, we've actually set up a few customers okay, so with, with them. So yeah, it's so a very small percentage. Well, thing. and that's what you and I are working on with our yeah, announcement. Yeah. So I didn't know if you wanted to discuss that here in a couple. Nah, minutes we'll or, do another okay. show. We'll okay. do another show. That's because we're still. And, and, okay. You you haven't educated me enough okay. to be knowledgeable to ask the right <laughs> questions. Okay. <laughs> so rather than appear like a knucklehead on this show, I'll wait and do it. Very clearly in another show. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> that way I won't tie you to my knuckleheadedness. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, good point. So, yeah, we got some stuff in the works where uh, you're going to fix us up. and uh, but we got Big, big yeah, news is coming. Yeah, big news. So we're excited about how that's going to work and what that's going to do for our community. And, uh, actually, yeah, it's a good call because, uh, yeah, we need to tie that, too, with some people that are helping us out on that news. Um, so you've made it really easy for people to help us out with funding to – accomplish this mission um how how close are we uh i stopped when i came to the office yesterday i saw boxes coming in so okay so we might We're be close able, then yeah next I mean, week yeah okay so we'll have to do a special show so for those of you faithful followers of help desk with joe we're about to ramp it up a little bit here in our local community and this is something that'll be paramount for everybody across the nation I mean, it, it could if you're, I'll, I'll drop one hint, if you're serious about your child's education or if you're on the administrative side like I am where you're serious about helping kids if they need to do virtual schoolwork and stuff like that and you're in a rural remote area like us, this is going to be a game changer. Yes, absolutely. And so uh, Joe's worked this out for us and uh, we're meeting a need in our community. So anyway, that's all the hint you get. You have to <laughs> tune into our next show and it'll be a special show just for this. Okay, so back to the way. <laughs> Poor Cena. <laughs> She's probably thinking, boy, there are days when I wish I was there to smack you in the back of the head to get you back on topic. But then again, there's days I'm sure she says, I'm glad I'm not yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, she'll probably be getting Kel's cell phone number for too long. Yeah. Text him, Kel, you need to get the guys back yeah, on track. Yeah, what is your job exactly here, Kel? Yeah. yeah. You know, as producer, that kind of falls within your role of keeping the show going in the direction it's supposed to. 
and watch it like you don't even give us time warnings anymore. <laughs> yeah, there's no controlling you guys. You, well, you, you used to throw out there, you're 30 minutes in, you're 40, you're 10 minutes over, you know, wrap it up. I don't even get those messages now. I, I think he's finally gave up on it. Just gave thing. up. It's not worth his trouble. Is that is that how you feel that, you know, it's not even worth you wasting the time to time it now? Yeah. <laughs> Just get a standard yeah. When did you stop worrying about that? Uh, it seems like months now. <laughs> Pretty much. I can't even remember the last time you gave me the warning blip. Did you consciously decide to do that, or you just got tired of messing with it? Yes. <laughs> D all the above. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, do you? Uh, so let me ask you, Kel, on this end, with all the topics we went through today, did any of those make you stop and think about them, or does it not affect your deal? Yeah, I don't think it affects me. Okay, so you... So that's something uh, that I find interesting as a 16-year-old that is technologically driven. Uh, so it didn't interest you in the bag phone and the history of that. You have no interest in the YouTube TV because you're probably you're beyond that age. Um, T-Mobile, you're not a T-Mobile user, so you don't care about that either. Face recognition, any of that affect you at all? Okay. I use my fingerprint. Okay, you use fingerprint, so yeah. So Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the update. I get the update now. 48 minutes, Joe. <laughs> Thanks, producer Kale. <laughs> You're on the job. Uh, okay, anyway, so for, for those of you that are new to this, or maybe this is just, you're just tuning in now, Kale is uh, 16, and uh, he works here in our job skills program for Patch, and he produces our video shows for Facebook, and then he does our radio station and also all these shows. So we have a 16-year-old sitting behind the computer controlling it all, Joe. It's crazy, isn't it? It is. It's one of those days where, uh, you know, you look back and you say, okay, it's it's hard for me to fathom a 16-year-old having the duties of running a radio station uh, podcast and our Facebook Live broadcast. But then again, having a 16-year-old do it because they're very tech-savvy, they're digital native. Right. This is all they've ever known. Right. Is also reassuring. So on one hand, it's kind of scary that you have that much... Uh, a power in a 16 year old's hands and control and then on the other end it's pretty daggone amazing right and from my standpoint i think it's funny where literally the tables have turned because it's you know years ago when all this started kel was the one in front of the camera yeah yeah and cena and i was one <clears throat> behind behind doing yeah doing, doing this. that job now so we're now, now we're yeah now we've reversed roles i'm sitting here doing the talking and kel's doing all the grunt work you know i did not think about that but yeah you and cena did after school programs uh with us where what was the name of your show? Uh, five Minutes Outside. Yep. That's right. Five Minutes Outside with Kale. And uh, so you did a neat little show and uh, talked about your adventures outside each week. Uh, I can't. Do you remember any of your topics that you talked about? I remember you had your RC car in here once. Uh, I did hunting with JD at one point. That's right. Hunting shows and you did motorcycle because you used to race motorcycles pretty heavy. Uh, anything else? Uh, you guys, uh, you had JD come in, JD Painter, and you guys did trapping. So anyway, interesting stuff. Yeah, if you want to see Kel's original <laughs> content, it's youtube.com slash rcpatch21. That if you want to, and just make sure you sort by old to new, and you can find all the old original Kel content there. Wow. Do you remember how old you are with grade you're in? Uh, you're probably elementary school. Let's see. Anyway. So I'm pulling it 2012, up right. so it was eight years ago. Yeah, so you're eight, seven and eight years old, and you're doing shows. Yeah, Five Minutes Outside with Kel was seven years ago. That was the wow. very first episode. 
So you're right, Joe. It is kind of crazy thinking that terms that seven, six, five through seven years ago, you were behind the computer. He was in front of the camera. Yeah. And now, now we've reverse roles. Yeah, completely. Yeah, I, I, did one, I did one with Zane about winter basketball. Ah, that's right. I remember that. November 29th, 2012, the very first episode. Yeah. 2012. Jeez, Louise. So... Oh, how times change. Do you feel better being on this side of the deal, Kale? I don't have that squeaky of a voice anymore, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You did have a squeaky voice, but it was cute. You know, you're a little, little guy doing videos uh, with bad hair and missing teeth. <laughs> so, I don't know that the hair's changed a whole lot, but at least you got all your teeth. Yeah, that's a plus. <laughs> yeah. And now you're not in front of the camera. How ironic. <laughs> it's almost like that was by design, Dave. Yeah, I know. Better put your mask back on. <laughs> anyway. All right, so enough messing with Kale. But, yeah, it's interesting how the times have changed and, Joe, how you and Cena have taken with your business, a Digital Technologies. How old your business now? It will be 10 years next month. In, 10 in, years? Yeah, so, so it's God. it's crazy that to think that we've been in business for 10 years yeah and that and you know and you've done so much in our community from producing shows for our after-school program working with at-risk kids to let them learn technology and videos and disseminate uh local news i remember you guys did news shows you did how to play board games because that's a big issue now uh to science experiments across the board yeah, and there may have or may not have been some minor property damage from some of the science experiments, but <laughs> <laughs> very minor, but still yeah. the kids loved it. <laughs> some messes made, but that's okay. That's part of working with kids. So we've kind of transformed now to uh, we're still doing video broadcasts, but Kale runs those. Right. Um, and then you guys have set up our internet radio and so forth So in the podcasting part. So as soon as we get through this COVID stuff, I'm excited to bring back the other podcasts uh, and get them back rolling with the community news. That's so amazing. So, okay. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up because I know we're biting into an hour's worth of time here. <laughs> and, uh, Joe, we appreciate your time. And this is a great weekly podcast and show here uh, just based around technology. Great review. So if you have any questions, uh, you need to get hold of Joe and Cena. How do they get hold of you? You give us a call at our office at 304-927-3588. Check out our website at amdigitaltechnologies.com. Or follow us online. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at AM Digital Tech for all that. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, Help Desk with Joe and Dave. Leave us a five star review. We're on all the major platforms. And I think yeah. that pretty well covers this week. Okay, well, we'll let our 16 uh, year old student executive producer here roll us out. So, Kale, we'll turn it over to you, buddy. This is Kale, and you've been listening to Help Desk with Joe with Patch Turned Up. Stay tuned in for more podcasts, music, news, and updates from our Patch students. Patch, community and children first. This concludes our Facebook broadcast. You've been watching Help Desk with Joe. We'll be back with more shows. Make sure you tune in and join us next time.